0: Podcasting from Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada. This is connecting your community. Building community through unity. Through unity. Getting things done takes activism. And Blaine Higgin and Mallory Chris Jansen have come together to share firsthand community voices. (laughs) Bringing awareness to community issues. Watching how other communities handle like problems and sharing their successes. Connecting, connecting your community. Here are your hosts, Blaine Higgin and Mallory Chris Jansen. (laughs)
1: Here we are, 2009. Yeah.
2: Almost done, almost and, done. Almost done,
1: 2019. Just
2: chilling, now we're chilling and we're just gonna really review 2019.
1: And we're going over Christmas time. Right? How was your Christmas? It was
2: It was beautiful and- It was awesome. There's yeah, so many was. people that
1: were helped, right? Yep. Yep. Let's think about that and just touch on that just for, for a moment on how many different families Uh, uh, were helped throughout this connecting our community page and just some of the requests are out there. And then also you went above and beyond with different families as well.
2: So anyway, we ended up sponsoring six families and this was everything from mom and dad having gifts or if there was a lone parent. So whether it was mom or just dad and then all of their children were spoiled. And, you know, I can honestly say we actually posted, I posted a video on connecting our community, our public page, just sharing, because when I actually dropped off, and it gets me emotional every time, when I dropped off some of the gifts to one particular family, this little girl came up to her mom and myself, and of course, they didn't know I was coming. It was right, just, you know, referrals through friends, referrals from this person, that person. And Blaine, a lot of these families are actually denied, right? Because maybe mm-hmm. they made a few hundred over the cutoff or whatever the case is, right? So in any event, I went over and this little girl came up and she goes, Mom! we are gonna have a Christmas. And if that doesn't break your heart, knowing that we have families in Lethbridge living in poverty and children who didn't even believe or know if they were gonna have a Christmas, that, yeah. that's a blessing to be able to just, because of our community, be able to go and bring these gifts to families. Uh,
1: the one thing that I, 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 I struggle with is that so much of this happens though, don't you agree throughout Christmas time Mm. And then not that it's forgotten, but there's yeah. less done after. Yeah. And I, th- and I know we've talked about this off uh, a podcast about something you do for Easter time. And that's something for that. We want to talk about another, another podcast, just a, something that you do and you've done ever since the passing of your mom yeah. An Easter egg hunt, right? If you want to just touch on that just for right. a second, because it kind of takes it in for the whole, uh, you know, extended a little bit more for the, for the year.
2: I think that that's one of the most critical points is that, People aren't living in poverty just at Christmas. People don't just need help at Christmas. Right. Families and children need help all year around, right? And one of the biggest things is there's so much generosity at Christmas time, but that has to continue through the whole
1: rest Abs- of the absolutely year. And so it does. that's why I'm yeah. grateful
2: for our collaboration, for our connection with so many amazing humans in Lethbridge, because I've always been someone that believes in shedding love and creating magic all year long, right? So four years ago, I lost my mom to cancer and it was probably one of the most hardest times in my life for anyone who has lost a parent or a sibling, whatever the case is. So yeah, Christmas, Christmas for me even brings up a lot of grief, kind of just going back to that, right? Because you know, your family meals, you're, you're missing your mom.
0: Yeah, and absolutely. so I spent
2: a lot of time critically reflecting and giving thanks for everything that I have, but there is that empty piece in your heart, right? So I do cry during Christmas. I'm not going to lie because you have to celebrate an amazing mom who's no longer with you. Right? So yeah. anyway, four years ago we lost her to cancer and it was such a quick battle, Blaine. It was, Hey, I got a diagnosis of cancer. Okay. So we're looking at about two years, all of a sudden, six months, months later we lost her. Right? So I knew Easter was one of her favorite holidays ever. And so instead of sitting around and crying about it, I was like, you know what, I'm going to just I'm going to have a community Easter egg hunt. And the first year started with about 30 kids, just close friends, family, et cetera. And last year we we ended up capping it at just over 230 children. (laughs) And I didn't expect it to go that big. And you know, and where do you I, do this? I So every year is a different venue, but I think moving forward, like there's a significant venue that's really meaningful for her. And it's only open to people who actually register because right. there is so much work. Actually, I start planning it in January because that's how big it gets. Right. Oh, so we're going to have our own that's little it. board. Um, there is a small fee and that's just because kids go away like we packed 10,000 Easter eggs. Okay. 10,000 Easter eggs. People they are get, still finding them in November, <laughs> I'm sure. It's right? Just miraculously amazing. And so we actually collaborated with bikers building bridges last year. And then I also met a whole bunch of bikers one day at Lakeview bakery. And, I, and if you know me, I'm like, Hey, I'm Mallory. Like that's I just weird. Go that's and, not like you hey? talk to people. <laughs> and that's, you know, just a beautiful trait that I have. So I like shook these guys' hands. Bikers from Calgary ended up coming down, so there were about fifteen of them, and they came and volunteered their time to distribute ten thousand Easter eggs. Um, they all the children go away with amazing like little party, yeah, yeah. Um, you little know, packs beautiful packs little packs with. and. Um, then also major raffle draw prizes. And this year I expect it to be double the amount of prizes because of all the community connections, right? Castro loop express last year, donated a brand new bike and a helmet and a visa for a child. And it's just, it's a magical visa for a child. Yeah. To go get like whatever kind of bike gear that like they a need. Helmet so, or this you know, road. I take a lot of pride in that. And I also give youth, the opportunity to build volunteer work experience because right. they're not only packing the eggs, but they're actually working on, you know, their conversing skills with others. They're leaders at the, um, at the Easter egg hunt. So all around, it's not only for families, but it's also for youth to start building their resume as well. Yeah. So yeah, I'm all what about great, that.
1: What a great way to carry yep. on, you know, uh, the, the memory of your mom. Yep. And I know boxing day is really a, a, a tough day for our family, is uh, three years ago my mom passed away after a short battle with a with a stem cell transplant about a six month oh, similar sorry, way, I didn't know and was uh, uh, on Boxing Day had passed away. So Boxing Day is, n- is kind of not my yes. favorite day. It used to be the day that I used to get out and check out all the Absolutely. sales, wait in line at five o'clock in the morning. But yeah, so the Christmas of of sixteen was just it was it was much different and yet we're still carry on. Our family gets together. We had a fantastic get together, our family this year here. And just to remember those good times, That's because so you know what, there's so many things that, yeah. that y- good times you can remember yep. and, and just sit around as family and joke and giggle and laugh yes. about, uh, uh, things that we've, we've, uh, Experienced over the years, yes. so that's it's cool. really awesome. That's so awesome. I didn't realize it's, both of us had had uh, uh, lost yep. family members to something like that, and so this time of year is it is quite it's quite different yep. for I know for me and and yep. obviously for most for yourself.
2: definitely and for anyone right. And I think also another thing is if you have a family member that is consumed in addiction, right? So you know, my family has someone who is consumed in addiction, and that that also leaves like a really a, a really sad residue on your heart as well because how's if, Christmas yeah, for someone it's, with it's an tough, addiction, right? And because sometimes families have boundaries put up where you know, you just can't have that family member even at your Christmas table because you don't know the type of, you know, state or, you know, even if it's a drug psychosis, whatever the case is, is you need to ultimately have a safety and, you know, boundaries put up. So, you know, my heart also goes out. I understand for any family that's struggling with someone that is going through addiction and consumed by it, because that's a real thing. And, you know, it's just, it just kind of reminds me to put it out there is that there there's support for family members as well because even though I'm on Christmas holidays, you're not because you're still- No, in your
1: line of work, yeah, a frontline worker, you will get right. calls all yep. the time, You're getting right?
2: calls. And even with connecting our community, like people are reaching out, you know, and the distress line was given out to probably 15 different people. You talk about that. Yep. So I just,
1: just to say on that, it's Christmas time. We think it's the time that everybody's 100%. together and everybody yep. is happy and- yep. it, it's, it's the number one uh, uh, time of year for domestic yeah. disputes and and, and violences, et cetera. Mm-hmm. It's really bizarre that that's, that that's a time because you think it's Christmas time is everyone comes together. But of course, it probably doesn't help with a mix of, of the cocktails, yeah. et cetera, the that are out there. Uh, and you know, family, yeah. it's great to be with your family. But yeah. sometimes it's like, OK, in, you know, we have the family and then. But there's so much all yeah. in one time at, yeah. that it's it's a difficult time. So I did see both from our provincial government and and locally, and, and I'm sure you've shared a lot these these lines for for communication. Absolutely. If you're yeah. if that stress is there or or
2: and even suicide. Um, you know it, it's, it's huge. Christmas and the the holiday season is actually deemed one of the most toughest times for people. Right. Right. So one of my biggest promotions is obviously the Canadian Mental Health Distress Line. Um, I do a lot of referrals over that way, but then also even the Canadian national suicide hotline, because people are contemplating killing themselves because they are lonely and they are isolated on Christmas. Right. So, right. you know, for me, it's just super important to make sure that people in our community and elsewhere, no matter all of the followers that we have is that they know that there's help out there and that no matter what you're going through, no matter what you've gone through, you're not, you're not alone
1: right. and
2: whatever you've gone through doesn't define who you are. and, you know, there's support out there if you need it. Yeah. But speaking of Boxing Day, I did. Can I? I know that it might not be the most easiest time for you, but you know, I, I do recall you sharing a crazy story that was like literally ah. boxing going on on Boxing Day. Can you just boxing. share what you? It's saw? a different Boxing
1: Day. Wait. I was so I was out and I was I was looking for some some hockey equipment yeah. and I'm looking for these <laughs> specials to come out and happened to go down. Uh, uh, Burton Max, yeah. looking at some so stuff. So supervised consumption supervised area. Supervised consumption yeah. site area. Doug Hamilton's and, area. And, and witnessed quite an amazing Boxing Day. Oh, did boxing you? Day. It's. <laughs> I was. That, that's that that's was,
2: happening every single it, day. It, it like does. Just it does out happen. Punching uh, each other in the face. You and know? it was.
1: And I kind of had to do a double <laughs> take because I thought, I, it's not something that I think is is a yeah. common and. Uh, I, I, I would not remember this happening years ago. Yep. So it's very different. I need to I need to understand that this is becoming I hate to say the norm I know. around our community. And mm-hmm. it's really sad to say that that there's that this is happening and uh, so yeah that was a that was a boxing a, box, yeah, a true boxing literally day literally
2: boxing day experience. on boxing day and you know like you think about so many different people and i know the families are you know going from the mall to Burton Max to all the different shops that are downtown and it's just like what, what we're allowing in our community, Blaine, and kind of as we go through, just even reflecting over 2019 is we're becoming very normalized to thinking that, you know, individuals shooting up in public is OK. It's actually it is illegal and you can call the police if you see mm-hmm. people shooting up and using drugs, even smoking a crack pipe. That's illegal and that's yeah. against the law. So please report it. That's the whole reason why we started connecting our That's community. Right. Report crime. Report drug activity. It is crime. Because police need those statistics, right? But yeah. anyway, let's get um, off of that. Did you yeah. see my lovely
1: mug, Mallory? <laughs> so,
2: you know, I don't like. I'm a Bernie's mountain dog person, and so so right this is this looks just be better than me with my cuffs.
1: <laughs> so this is from for Christmas time from my Bruno. <laughs> yeah, it's a gift from my Bruno. So yeah. we've got two to, to yeah. uh, Bruno uh, hates me. Y- he doesn't hate you. He's just not used to you. He's like, rah So Bruno and Gigi, two, yeah. two French tins that we have. And this looks just like Bruno. And so, of course, Bruno got me this lovely gift for, okay. for Christmas time. So, yes. It's, it's, and it's one-upping yeah. you on your San Francisco uh, mug there, by the way. I so. know. And San Francisco is so. my
2: favorite place that I went to in 2019. And I do want to share a little bit about my experience, uh, my personal growth in 2019. But definitely remind me to talk about San so Francisco.
1: 2019. Yep. So lots happened in 2019, happened. right? And so so to start off, and it's tough to put any one particular thing, because we had so many different things happen, both yourself and myself, throughout this year and in our community. Yep. If you're to pick a few things, what would you say was was some of the main, uh, I guess a couple things? Because it's, again, it's, it's tough. What would you yep. say was... Was uh, for Lethbridge,
2: yeah. For Lethbridge, oh, I'm gonna say one of the most influential things that I think, I think happened I in our is. community. <laughs> um, I would most definitely say Tevi Leg, um, a local woman who was actually the recipient of Canada's most influential women, right? So and that was really cool. Lethbridge, and she's that's from in, Lethbridge, that's like, incredible. you know, that's something that we need to celebrate as a community. Like, what that's an right. honor that her work in Lethbridge was. Recognized nationally.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. So that was
2: pretty cool. And that's kind of what I like to focus on. Um,
1: That's one. And I think another one. Yep. I'm sure connecting our community yeah, connecting look our at community. what happened yeah. there this is why we are here yeah. today this is the connection yeah, that we focus on that, like
2: everyone else that, I mean, like, that,
1: that we yeah. had right as far as us connecting up and we've talked yeah. about this in previous podcasts but that was kind of a start the activism yeah. that that came from that and I know this is going back to summertime some of the different events that yeah. that happened there the rally in front of, of of City Hall there's a rally that was on on mayor McGrath Drive again a rally not Against the Mm -hmm. supervised consumption site. And so often people said you're against that. No, as a rally against crime. Now there could be some some connection that people find that that comes from from uh, the crime Mm -hmm. in having the supervised consumption site, and that's part of the crime. But it's it was that's probably another big one. And I'm putting it in your mouth, but I'm sure it's gonna come out anyways. That that is probably
2: personal 2019, right? right? And for me it was it was huge because You know, I've talked about this before is I've been on the front line for 10 years. I've been serving individuals who have been homeless and the same crew of individuals who have been homeless for 10 years, you know, and let's let's get real is that for 10 years, I've heard that we're going to get supportive housing. Okay, we're gonna you know, we're gonna do all of this for the population that's on the streets. Well nothing's changed and Yeah,
1: that stuff you, you, you know, remember and I'm yeah. I'm sure we've talked that it's yeah. it's very much other levels of government of that course. are involved in that. Yes. But but that doesn't mean that we can't keep the pressure on. Yeah. And, and we do have some stuff yeah. that is is coming forward, but yeah. it's like pushing a wet noodle yeah. at times. Anything governmental is takes yeah. so much time. I know. But, I'm but it's important. This. These are some of the things yeah. so two thousand and nineteen, mm-hmm. our homeless population over doubled yep and and so to dealing with this is is a struggle as well
2: but i'm trying to connect it right so you have you you have a homeless population that has increased dramatically and you know i'm working with the parents and now i'm working with their kids coming on the streets okay they're aging out of the system and without any support so now we're getting the 18 to 25 year olds but you know when we go back to this with the rally and connecting our community is that you know, we need more support services, and yes, we do. Because of connecting our community, people either love me or they absolutely dislike me. You know, and it's something that but I want to. That's, uh,
1: that's 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 frustrating because <laughs> there's <laughs> nothing that is that that you advocate for that is not to better yes, our blame, community. But I'm
2: not advocating a one-pillar flag. I'm advocating a four-pillar <laughs> flag.
1: So and and of course that is, we do need yeah. those other pillars because no, you if you have the one them, pillar and you're nothing. not continuing with, with trying to set up yeah. these other pillars or trying to get these other workarounds, you are just, you're getting nowhere. Yeah. And that's you, you're, you're feeding this addiction. As a matter of fact, it's my opinion. I always got to put that out there. It's my opinion that it is more detrimental without having the other legs of this chair, mm-hmm. if you will, and just having the enabling side yes. there.
2: But there, there was a drug strategic plan that was adopted that was mm-hmm. known and was supposed to happen is that we're going to have a treatment center. We're going right. to have detox. We're going to have the intox. Yes, we have Alpha House now. Thankfully, we have Alpha House you know, and then we're going to have the supportive housing and then the supervised consumption site. Well, we're massively failing this population. And Mm -hmm. so long story short, crime increases over thousands and thousands percent drug related crime. Okay. Mm -hmm. These are my guys that I'm working with. These are my guys that I volunteer with. But in any event, the biggest thing is that I'm blasted. I'm harassed. I'm blacklisted because I'm not waving a one pillar flag.
1: Yeah, I'm you holding
2: to. people accountable who said, we need all four pillars and we don't have it.
1: And I do want to touch on that for a second. <laughs> and, and it's been d- hard. Well, it's what's super frustrating is, and I've heard because we communicate quite often, that and I didn't realize that this would actually happen. You've literally been blacklisted I've in been our community. I've been
2: blacklisted from almost every organization in this community. Because I know community. interviews
1: will come up, and all of a sudden they're dropped, yeah. or you'll go to another place. And uh, sorry, I heard
2: you're doing this. I, I heard you're doing that. And you heard that I'm trying to advocate for a safe community. And this is the thing that actually hurts my heart the most: is that if you have misperceptions from the very beginning, I've invited people you, to come and talk to me. And you know what?
1: <laughs> and so they let's don't. talk about that, <laughs> not just at they this blast. level here. <laughs> but let's make sure put that invitation yeah. out there to contact us yeah. and let us yeah. know if you that's want huge. to be on here. We are not one side on yeah. on anything. We yeah. like to bring I
2: brought Mike the Hoffman community on, and we have the most. There's
1: there's You know, I'm, it's not completely opposite but there's a lot of different yeah, ideologies that he shares okay. that you do not share and in the same okay. way. And
2: that's and that's where And that's fine. We're, it's we're communication. Shining. Because we're inviting conversation. That's right. Right? So even when people are blasting us about this podcast that we're doing, and it's like, if you want to come on and share what you believe in, we invite you. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You don't have absolutely. to go hide behind your computer screen. and you know, The one with follow two followers, so mall. you all of a sudden find this new
1: person out there that's <laughs> you know? jumping on and yeah, trashing. It's like, it's, yeah. it's
2: stop it. And just that's, again, yeah. we've talked about this before, Blaine, is that's where our community is so divided is instead of just coming and saying, hey, you know what? I just want to talk to you guys. No, I'm going to blast you everywhere. I'm going to shame you on social media. Well, no, because never any comments. Real people it's just talk.
1: It's just exactly <laughs> communication, right? Yeah. So and that's Joe, that's Joe Rogan
2: and uh, Brett, what an
1: amazing hey. Yeah,
2: and Brad Weinstein. Yeah. They do an a, an incredible, incredible podcast about public and private conversations, right. right? And so for us, we are all about connecting with our community. We're connecting right. other people's mm-hmm. communities. So I think we're doing something right. And that's inviting so. conversation. That's having conversation. We're that's not right. blasting people. We're not trying to bring them down. We're not shaming people. We are here because mm-hmm. we care about Lethbridge and we care about the safety of our residents. And
1: we're open yep. to speak with anyone. Yep. And that's yep. so important. If you want to call in, if you don't want to yeah. be on the show, but Absolutely. if you want to call in, Even if that's no problem fake, as well. Fake, And we can Facebook
2: profile name. That's cool too. Yeah. Come in and show your face. That's right. Right. Okay. So 2019, 2019 talk to me about the city of Lethbridge manager leaving or he's now gone or what's going on? Because he was amazing.
1: Lots of different. I'll tell you what it was. He was unbelievable. Amazing. Just Unbelievable. It was the start to so many uh, great things. We started off with the, this uh, report by KPMG. I know when the city manager first started, we, we'd we all came and what we wanted to see. Where was and he I from? And I know he's from Winnipeg. Nice. And so one of the biggest things that I had, and I'd, I'd said, you know, when the new city manager, I really want to see an audit of all of our different departments, wow. I was told audit was a little rough in the word. How about a review? Well, I don't care what it's called. Yeah. Go through each of our departments and see where we 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 can find efficiencies because I was really tired of always hearing the the comment, okay, if if you want to save money, we need to cut this service?" And I'd always come back with, well, why do we need to cut it? Why couldn't yeah. we be more efficient <laughs> in the way we do it so that yeah. we're still we're yeah. still we still have the same service. For a lesser price. I I don't understand sometimes how it's, you got to cut service to save, cut service to save. Yeah. I'm so pro on just becoming more efficient. So this city manager was unbelievable, Mr. Bramwell Strain. And um, he was here for, he guess about a year and a half and was phenomenal. And obviously, as, as we all know, had, had put his resignation yep. in here uh, last month. And... It was, it was really difficult. It was really difficult. And I do want to touch on one thing. Council knew this prior, knew this in October, mm-hmm. okay? And did not come out until the beginning of December. And there's a reason for that. We had this review going on with KPMG and we didn't want to, we didn't want to have anything, um, uh, you know, that to not continue the way that it was. So, so we, we came out, we decided it was going to be in, in December. And uh, so that's when it, when it came out. And 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 with our city manager in leaving, the questions are always coming, right? Why why is he leaving? Is he oh, frustrated sure. with council? Is he angry with the supervised consumption site? Is he this that? So many different questions, right, out there. And you know what? It was a personal reason. That's what I heard. It's yep. a personal reason. You know what? There's there's. Uh, I know his his family is there and in, in uh, Winnipeg mm-hmm. and you know, it's, it's tough. And I'm not there to ask him what his personal absolutely. reason is. Absolutely. And there was people business, regarding his, right? his health is no his, his health. Okay. His health yeah. was fine. It was a personal reason. He said to leave. It's none of our business. And you know yes. what, if it comes to a family being that personal reason, absolutely, I have so much more respect yep. for, for somebody that puts family first. Yep.
2: yep. So oh. here's some of the feedback that I've heard is, was council truly being transparent? If you guys knew this information already about him, you know, leaving, like how does that work? Could you
1: ask that? Because we were embargoed. So we, we were, we were, uh, it was a a closed meeting Mm -hmm. where under the request of, of the city manager, we had decided to, to keep this quiet again while this review was going on. So To step outside that, my responsibility as as a counselor is to keep that closed meeting, the in-camera meeting, private until the date that we decided together to release that. So if I was to go out and mention, so it came, we knew in October, and if in November I came out and said, hey, our city manager is leaving, I'm going outside. So it's (laughs) not that it's a lack of transparency, (laughs) because I have (laughs) talked... To a few people about that and how come you you knew this and you didn't say anything there's there's rules legally we can't say anything yeah now we could go outside and then we have we'll have to deal with you know uh, uh those results if we were to go outside and and, and speak to this when yeah. we are told not to yeah. so that no it's sense, it's just right? it's frustrating yeah. i th- i guess it comes down to this that it's sad i'm i'm really sad i i've i, I we had a Great relationship. I think our city manager was amazing. Where he was going was yep. unbelievable. But there, we know now what to look for in this next city manager. Mm. Similar values. We saw what this did. So this yeah. is what who, this is who we're going to look for. Mm-hmm. And that will happen. Um, uh, hopefully sooner than later, we'll have a new city manager to continue on with some of these more reviews in our other departments.
2: Yep. So actually, speaking of the city manager, there was some feedback that we received that the city manager actually made less. Than the executive director of the supervised consumption site,
1: we don't know what what number <laughs> like, that was on the supervised. You know con- I mean. We don't I'm know like, what this number is someone
2: that you know. He's a manager of how many different employees.
1: Well, here's the thing too: is Ed, we don't you know. know if it was the CAO yeah. or who it was. We just know an individual mm-hmm. was making over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a at year the at the supervised consumption, consumption site. site. We do not, or at Arches, we do not know who that person is. So why? We, we, that's, I, I, I'm, I'm surprised when it all came out that Arch would not come and say, you know what, this is the person. Just mm-hmm. be transparent. Instead, it was like, yeah, there's some people that make this and would not give so who the a names were. That's of money for, is, be
2: making for 178, 180 employees when the city of Lethbridge manager has how many... How many
1: under Under
2: 2,000 employees? Like, you know, I'm trying to wrap my brain around all of this that all the information that came out in 2019, you know, and then I have all these amazing human beings who are asking these questions. And it's like, I don't know, I don't know how the city manager makes less than someone at Arches, right? That's something that we need to critically look at as well. Like, that's huge.
1: Yeah, and you know that's and that's something that they would have to yeah. address. I hope that there's a transparency side when this all mm-hmm. happens that obviously they, yeah. they they come out and will mention that. I mean I think that's yeah. just, it's but, just but you know,
2: one other thing too that I just want to quickly before we keep going into some of the beautiful things in 2019 is definitely I want to talk about Doug Hamilton, but going back to you asked me about being blacklisted and in fact there's two other women in the community, myself and two other women who have also been blacklisted. As a result of advocating for change, right? And I just, I really want to speak to that on one particular podcast moving forward in the new year because people who advocate and people who might have a different view and maybe have even more frontline experience, we know what we're talking about when we see deterioration of human beings every single day. Right. Right. But if you don't conform to the ideology, Blaine, you're shamed for not conforming into that. Right. It's like a well, defense that's, and that's mechanism.
1: A, that's an issue. in <laughs> it, That's an issue if, in you itself. Know, right. If
2: you're going to change and you're going to help people and you're going to create a safe community, you're going to speak a little bit louder. So mm-hmm. I'm not without, you know, I knew people would be coming after me. I get that. But harassing me you know blacklisting me that's just really it's blacklisting pitiful and you can and, and some of you you, you comment <laughs> on some of your facebook away, oh yeah you're taking away from the clients that i could be helping right now is what but you're doing but you know what, a
1: lot of these are the people that are making these these comments on mm-hmm. on, on facebook etc that yep. that fake profiles yep. They're in there, and they're quite rude. You've read some. Mm-hmm. I am, I am shocked at what they. And you know that they're fake. They have yep. a fake names, and they have. It's, <laughs> they
2: have no friends. They have and,
1: zero friends. Yeah, they come and, up and, when you're least
2: expecting it. Exactly. And, yeah, but but what's what's funny though is that the majority of the people who are actually, um, you know, being really rude and cruel to me are, social work cohort graduates.
1: Right? Well, yeah well People that's who there's the there's the the a blacklisting you know you've got same
2: faculty that we're supposed to be humanitarian and we're supposed to support you know individuals yeah, yeah. in such vulnerable circumstances and these are the ones that are blasting me yeah. right so it's just like the community needs to know the stuff that I've gone through as a result of advocating solely for a safer community right because let's be it's honest. not a good thing
1: to do, crime, do you not know yeah, that like, yes. f-
2: Whatever, yeah. right? But crime has gone up thousands and thousands and thousands percent increase this year alone in 2019 right. in Lethbridge. But we that's have, normal. And it's not that's, normal. That's normal. It's not normal And it's got people. nothing to
1: do yeah. with yeah. our... With
2: the changes and the, the one that we
1: have, right? This, yeah, yeah, this is all... I'm, and those yeah. that stick to that, <laughs> it's, 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 it's but, interesting. But you know, you know what? Let's, yeah. Can we just pop off for a quick yeah. break? And yeah. uh, we want to thank our, our, our sponsors with obviously. Audio. So we want thank to thank you for
2: the month of December for just sponsoring in the us art room and...
1: and at Smith. So yep. so we'll we'll head to a quick yep. break of that. That sounds go. great.
0: This is Connecting Your Community with Blaine Higgin and Mallory Chris Janssen. We'll be right back after these messages. There's a new art shop in town. What? Watercolors, acrylics, pastels, brushes, oils, canvas, and paper. Oh, where? It's new, the art room at Smith's Audio on 13th Street North. For high performance sound. And super art supplies. That's Smith's Audio on 13th Street North. We promise to only sell high-performance electronics. We promise to support mostly Canadian companies like Paradigm, Anthem, NAD, Priston and PSB. We keep promises. Smith's Audio, 13th Street North. Electronics simplified.
1: Here we are. I get, You know, again, thank you to, to yeah, Smith's Audio in the great, art room. At, such a great person. At, uh, that's that's yep. fantastic. Let me touch a little bit. I've I've wanted to talk a little bit about um, some of the help that's been out in our community and one group in particular, the Sage Clan.
2: Uh, This is a group of amazing selfless volunteers who have gone throughout Lethbridge, the downtown area. They work with individuals who are on our streets and they're actually having more success than paid organizations are getting people into treatment, Getting referrals done, you know, and I, I'm not going to sit here and steal and pretend I know everything that they do. But what I can tell you, with 100% absolute honesty, is that they're actually making an impact.
1: They, they meet absolutely the are
2: with where they're at every single day, no matter if they're high or they're coming down. This is a group that actually cares, but have no funding from city council. And, coming and, and, t-
1: in. and touching on what you said about not knowing really about this group. Mm-hmm. I would it's, love to be able yeah. to host them, to be, have a better understanding on exactly what mm-hmm. what they do and how they help our community. So that's something that I, yeah. I would hope we to have. be able we've, to We've tried to connect them. with
2: Sage a couple of times. And, yeah. you know, again, like their work is at night.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's they're the on
2: the streets when all the workers are at home, peacefully sleeping. Yeah. You know, and I, and I just say that because these guys are actually out there making a difference, right? So, yeah, yeah I'm going to let you connect with them because you can't, you can't share about what this group is because they're so impactful and they're actually making it's amazing. a huge difference. It's unbelievable community.
1: and we will yeah. we will find out more yeah. and hopefully we'll be able to host yeah. them on sometime yeah. so that they I can sure actually... Also. We put
2: it out there quite a bit and yeah. our, our you know, schedules yeah. just don't, don't uh, align right now. Align right
1: now. Well, well, you know what? We'll keep working on yeah. that.
2: I want to talk about so. Douglas Hamilton. I want to talk about Douglas Hamilton because this was There's the a 2019 point. that was this a big... Was You know, for me in 2019, meeting Douglas Hamilton was the turning point of my life. And this is where what ultimately opened up a brand new door for me is because I was told, Mallory, you've crossed the line when you met with Douglas." I love air quotes, by the way. Yeah, that's what this is verbatim what they said. You crossed the line when you met with Douglas Hamilton. So this is from your your line of work. Okay. So for people who don't know Douglas Hamilton is straight up in ground zero. And that's what he refers it to. He is a business owner right behind the supervised consumption site. So yes, people in my field said, you crossed the line when you met with Douglas Hamilton. And I said, why is that? Well, because Douglas Hamilton put surveillance all over his video or all over his store. To so it's on, It's on, and I see it's store. on YouTube. If you want to yeah. really see what is
1: going on, so, it's, it's, no, they're it's there. They're crying human
2: rights when realistically, like my house has... Security and surveillance. So I was deemed... Not illegal. No, right? I crossed the line because I went and talked to a man who I wanted to hear what was going on for him. Mm -hmm. After I met with Douglas Hamilton, I lost countless friends. I lost countless um, people that I used to collaborate with, professional relationships, because how dare I? How dare I go and speak to Douglas Hamilton to hear what's happened to him? Doug Hamilton in 2019 received over three death threats. Okay. Yeah. Doug Hamilton was assaulted over seven times, over thirty thousand dollars he had to pay to fix windows and over a hundred thousand dollars. Going too, right? Of damage he, done he, to his building.
1: He finally put on the, the roll shutters yep. on the windows because they were broken so yeah. many times. But that in itself was a cost, and I wanna say and, and don't quote me, I think it was sixty or seventy thousand yeah. dollars to do that. So to, to 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 understand the frustrations that someone's going yep. Through when it comes to what is, is mm-hmm. happening, as you said, is ground zero. Yeah. How can you not yeah. give attention to, to those concerns? Yeah.
2: So, everyone that I was, you know, found myself out at lunch this day, they're all, you know, whether they graduated from the same faculty as I, or, you know, they're in, they're all on the front line. Okay, so mm-hmm. we're all supposed to be helping the community become better. And anyway, so I'm like, everyone's complaining about this Doug Hamilton and how dare he. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, why don't we just go meet him?
1: So what? nobody else meant no. prior. So you can talk about this person yep. without going out and finding yep. out his concerns was or anything. There
2: never someone that went to him just to hear his side. And I don't even like using that, to hear what's happened to him. So I said, I'm going to go meet him. And I did, I rolled mm-hmm. up straight to Hamilton's and carpet. And I now have met two of the most beautiful humans who are in my life now, Doug and his wife. And you know, they're just amazing humans. And never once have I ever heard them discriminate against people who use the supervised consumption site. Never have I heard them talk ill of any of the people that work at Arches. I have it's never heard the, the, anything the side cruel. effects
1: are of yeah. what's happening. So those using, not those using inside, yeah. But when they're up against his building or they're, they're, they're yeah. using where it is illegally yeah. being consumed, yeah. that's where the frustration mm-hmm. is, comes from him. Use inside the facility. You hear him on numerous times, wrote his videos, telling them, go and use inside yeah. the facility. You saw them cutting stuff on, on, on a mm-hmm. uh, breaker box outside his, his building with security there doing nothing. Yeah. That's, that's frustrating to him. Mm-hmm. And and uh, so, yeah, definitely. And I do want to have, I know that this is a, a tough time of year with between Christmas and New Year's, but we will have time where we have business owners in that area yeah. that are affected and we'll and you be know speaking what, with them. Even if
2: Arches wanted to come and sit down Absolutely. and talk with us, right? This isn't, Absolutely. You know, that's the beautiful thing about us is that just come speak, come mm-hmm. talk and come share. But what Douglas Hamilton did was he stood up and just shared his own experience. And a couple, maybe a couple weeks ago, Blaine, they actually had a video of a mom, a, an auntie. A gr- was the, the it was gr- an auntie. was the auntie, Who yeah. tried to come and bring her niece home yeah. who was living on the streets. And yeah, of course, that was... Doug films it. And long story short, of course, he gets blasted for it. But, you know, he turned around and did something beautiful. And that was he opened up his shop to yeah. family yeah. who have loved ones on the streets, accessing the supervised consumption site, hey, come to my shop for coffee. Coffee's yeah. on, come for conversation. I have yet to see anyone else open their doors for family yeah. who have people I- on our streets that are struggling as a result of the increased drug use in this community that we never had in 2018. And
1: that's amazing. You you talk about some of these these aunts, these yep. grandmas, those, those family yep. members that are there trying to help yep. those individuals that, are not wanting Who's supporting help
2: supporting them Blaine
1: and who is supporting, there's something that they're going through and I could only imagine what that's like. And I know f- some different families that have uh, individuals going through that really frustrating. Yep. And you know what? I think it's, I think it's, uh, um, yeah. Have, having him open his doors, to have, yeah. him, hey, is there anything I can do yeah. to help you as you help yeah. your family? You
2: know, and all the people who are so unkind to him and even when he posts his stuff, right? And it's just like, they're blasting him. I'm like, go have a coffee with Doug Hamilton.
1: And not just go to have a coffee, him. think about the different things things like and what what doug sees on a daily yeah, basis i couldn't, even, I guy couldn't guy imagine a gun, i'm a business yep, owner i couldn't yep. imagine seeing that on a day-to-day but basis this
2: is, this is acceptable blaine there's no problem in our but it city, didn't happen right?
1: years prior exactly. and that's why when i see this I get so frustrated. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, there's the expectation to just go around and, I guess, huddle <laughs> around and sing Kumbaya. I'm sorry. I get, I get so, I get a little wound up Could for this because there's frustration. But
2: this is the other thing that we I hear. Can't. Like, it's, there's no problem. There's no needle debris. People aren't no getting issues. kidnapped. Okay. Look at in 2019, we've had someone be kidnapped in their car. Okay at knife point from McDonald's on the north side, taken to the supervised consumption site, taken to a bank, taken to the Blood Tribe Reserve, dropped off, and he's, you know, stranded on the Blood Tribe Reserve. And then, you know, we've had people um, taken at Machete Point, carjacked, sexually assaulted. Guns but Mallory, shot off.
1: that's just <laughs> normal. Welcome to
2: 2019 but this in is, Lothar, this is Alberta, normal. Canada. It's, it's, it's not normal, and this isn't okay. Yeah. When we put up all those signs that said, mm-hmm. report crime, we deserve a safe community, save our children, scan, based out of yes. Calgary, acknowledge the work that we did. We right. had a 92% decrease of transient individuals who used to walk up right. and down our block every single day. And how many drug houses...
1: Shut down we, over
2: five drug houses. Have and what been did they say? Down.
1: They said that, and and in their news release Woo! it had pictures <laughs> of of all yeah. of the different work that all of those that ugly, the hideous
2: signs of those people sign, call them.
1: But that's amazing, and they actually spoke to the importance yeah. of these groups. So again, make sure you report if Absolutely. there's a drug house in your area, and you yeah. believe there is. Don't go to Facebook and just put it there. If you want to, to to yeah. to let your neighbors know, yeah. that's one thing. But also make sure to get a hold mm-hmm. of the police. Yeah. Get a hold of Scan because this <laughs> report everything. You need yeah. to make sure because this has made a difference in our community. Yeah. It's been amazing, and to have Scan come out and mention. Yep. That it was this uh, community was, was a big part of that yep. in sharing their concerns. What an honor. It's unbelievable. Yep. So yes, there's probably a 2019 number one thing or at the top of, yep. of what happened with, with that group. Yep. I'm so excited. We always talk about this connecting our community and it's, we're,
2: we're blessed, right? It's, and it's, it's connecting so exciting. our community. It's not connecting one side. It's connecting
1: everyone. Let's wrap up with, with one thing that's coming out in the new year. Yep. So in 2020, so, we were invited by by uh, my brother reached out to me, and we've done this polar plunge
2: oh, for yes. for numerous I'm years, so and I excited. still think
1: that I'm thawing <laughs> out from the previous years that I've done this because it's. I think we've done it three or four times, yep. and and uh, I missed last year's. We were. Out of town for something, yeah. and I didn't. Was it last year? Or the year before, I missed. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> it froze my brain. Obviously, right? Thanks, Braylon. I'm uh, so
2: excited to so, jump in the water. So, we again. are.
1: We're looking forward to that, and it's for an amazing <laughs> cause for Special Olympics. And uh, so, Look
2: at your face—it's like it's already freezing. I've already freezing. It.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's for an amazing cause, yeah. and and uh, I know my brother <laughs> with the, with the police. He he's he's done everything from the uh, the the marathon runs. Yep. To to um, he works with different basketball, individual with Special Olympics, yeah. and and different sports, and. It's amazing what what he does. A shout out to to Constable Higgin. Constable Higgin uh, <laughs>
2: is probably one of the best officers that I've I just, ever had uh, the honor of working with. And now he's canine. Your brother yeah. not only does the polar plunge, he volunteers and works with you know individuals with disabilities. Yeah. He's coaching.
1: He's really stand up guy. He's bought in lock, stock, and yeah. barrel for for, for that cause and too. and Those, what it does. Yeah. So yeah, tell yeah. him and and you've where done the polar it.
2: plunges. Yeah. Sad Henderson, Henderson Lake. Sad Henderson and Lake, it's February first, and February 2020. the
1: first. 2020 if there's an interest we will have a link out there please uh uh, go on and set up
2: yeah what is the crazy thing about the polar plunge though too is that i think i did a cannonball last year and i got the water all up my nose and And through my mouth and then i was out for two weeks sick like with water in my lungs and i'm like you asked me if I wanted to jump. I'm like, how can you say no to
1: supporting a like, Can it not be away on a holiday but... or something during this time? But no, it's it's for a good cause. So many I'm looking people are like, that. oh,
2: I'm out of town yeah. in January. I'm like, too bad. It's, it's in February. February.
1: <laughs> All right. So, so yeah. Thank yeah, you, think, everyone. I think it's just some time. So yeah. let's, you know, in closing with that, let's. Uh, um, yeah let's let's look <laughs> forward to what 2020, 2020 has to be, is be what, if, what have you got in the 2020 like what's is there anything that you've got plans do you have any yeah, resolution yeah, an, oh. I don't
2: do resolutions I believe in just celebrating every single day right and becoming mm-hmm. a better human every single day
1: yeah, and it just, seems that resolutions a lot of time they're difficult because you feel like you failed if you don't exactly yeah, do. so, so keep it real. I think but I still keep them in my mind different yeah. different things that okay I want to do this and do that and and I know that people say, if you don't write it down, it's not going to happen. Uh, a goal that's not written down is just a dream. Really? Uh, I don't know. This is one of these <laughs> classes that I went, attended. And, that's, and I, you know, what I do believe, it, if you're looking back at something you've written down, it does make a difference. Yep. But uh, so with that, I think we will <laughs> head out, look forward to the next podcast. Yep. And again, get in touch, get in touch with us. If you want to be on the next podcast or an upcoming podcast, please let us know.
0: You've been listening to Connecting Your Community with Blaine Higgin and Mallory Chris Jansen. Join us next time as we continue to discuss community topics and how all of us together can make a difference. Remember, there is no community without unity.